Hello, and welcome back to Cast and Pods. This is episode four. Four? It's four. Yes. Because... We didn't lose one. We did lose an episode, so we're back to episode four. But for you, this is the only episode four. So that's that's great. The reason episode four got lost to the Chalvers, but it is what it is. Well, technically we still have half of it, but somehow we only managed to record my voice, so... (laughs) <laughs> maybe one day we'll release the secret cut the, the, the dirt cuts anyways exactly uh, I'm, uh, the hashtag <laughs> so release the dirt cut um, <laughs> so, so yes I'm your host Dirk and this is my co-host D hey. uh, coming in like a smash character as always We're good. Socks, let's go. so because we failed at recording last episode we're going to do a double feature of two movies that's kind of the same movie uh, and it's called old boy so this episode will be old boys uh, old boy them yeah so this is the one time that i'm gonna say if you haven't watched this movie it's best that you go into either of these movies blind because yeah, we're agreed. gonna we're gonna go deep into this one agreed. So uh, th- yeah you're right this is the first one where it's like no no you want we don't want to rob you of this plot in this one. Yeah. Uh, so go go watch it. Come back when you have become an old man and you're ready to listen to this. But for the rest of you, we're going to go deep. This this is one of my favorite movies. Oh, sorry. One of these is my one of my favorite movies. <laughs> the other one is terrible. <laughs> So yeah, so to give a little bit of context, Old Boy is a Korean adaptation of a Japanese manga by the same name. And the original Old Boy movie came out in 2003. And then at some point, Spike Lee decided to do an American adaptation of... Ten years later. Ten years later, 2013. Yeah. And they try to follow similar themes, and yet it's, it's very bad. Yeah, there's some things that one we'll get into this in more detail but yeah there's some things that they're like oh we want to make sure that we nail this moment and then there's some things that are like all right we're gonna take the original moment and then just fuck turn it, it up just fuck it up completely <laughs> just like there there are moments where it's like beat by beat the same scene and you can appreciate it but then other times you're just like oh okay so you i feel like you didn't actually watch the original movie that you're basing this off of Anyways, as if you can't tell, I really like the Korean version. In fact, I was the first one to show you this movie. You were. Uh, I still distinctly remember where you're like, you didn't, did you show me one specific tr- scene or was it like a specific trailer? But I only remember the hallway scene. Oh, the oh, that was how I lured you into this movie. Yes. Telling you that, oh, like, look at this great one cut fight scene. And I was like, this is... This, to this day, is still a really good scene. Wow, okay, yeah, I'm down. When are you going to watch this movie? And you're like, yeah, come come over. We'll watch this movie. And that's uh, before the days of John Wick, where everything is now one-shot action sequence. This is yeah. one of the earliest one-shots I can think of without like, a whole bunch of cuts. And angles and stuff, yeah. This, it's just like one camera angle, one fixed camera angle, which uh, season one of Daredevil recreated or tried to. Oh, interesting. Uh, they have one dedicated shot of like him in a hallway and it's he's like fighting people into one room and out of another room but the camera is fixed in the hallway so you see him like kneeing somebody through a door 
and then getting punched out of another room and kind of going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it was heavily inspired by this scene. Yes. In, in where the old boy scene is the hallway and where the viewer is in the wall. Yeah. The Daredevil one is like the viewer would be in standing in the hallway. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. So they're kind of like fighting towards the camera. Yes. Okay, yeah, got it. So I try to sell this movie in like as little detail to entice them as possible. So my own... let's not let's not run away from the fact that you get supreme joy by introducing this movie to people. Oh yes. In fact, as my wife described, that when I made her watch it, I don't even watch the movie. I'm just watching her reaction to the movie. She's like, "Why are you looking at me?" And then slowly, I see her face contort when the yeah. thing happens. So premise of this movie is basically there's a guy who gets kidnapped into a hotel of sorts that's kind of a prison they keep him alive for 15 years in the korean movie and 20 years in the american movie and then all of a sudden he is released and he doesn't know why so he's trying to get revenge so that is the vaguest way we can start off with this and Mm -hmm. even all the written synopsis are the same thing like guy who's in prison for blank years needs to find out why who did this to him and why mm-hmm. and then it's the misadventures along the way all right so once again i implore you to watch this movie and just just feel it yeah. and then come watch back. it then marinate yeah and then you, you're definitely going to want to talk to somebody about it so use this as a speaking yeah talk back to your podcast as you listen yeah to yeah we will be your psychologist to walk you through what you have experienced and if you have watched the 2013 version then we will offer different support for you because exactly that's a bad movie okay if so... you've only watched the 2013 version go back and watch oh, the yes. 2003 yeah. version. if you watch the 2013 version and then you're like i hate everything about this may give the korean version a try uh so what, what would you like to start with first so we both watched it with the American one first, and then the original one after. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so in this case, we have Thanos as yes. um, Joe, the main character, who was the one who was locked up for 20 years. Locked up in a hotel run by Samuel L. Jackson. What made me laugh, too, is just how many Avengers adjacent characters are in this movie. There's Mantis. Wait, there's Mantis was in this? Uh-huh. Mantis was the bodyguard? Yep. Oh, man, I had no idea. Because she literally yeah, did one thing. She had zero lines and like half a second in the first chunk of the movie and then like 20 seconds of FaceTime in the middle chunk. And yeah, like you said, one thing at the very end, but zero dialogue. Also, how am I supposed to recognize Mantis without her antennae? <laughs> oh, okay. And of course, there's the love interest that Joe or Thanos meets along the way. Um, Scarlet Witch. Which is Scarlet Witch. Her name is Marie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then slowly they unravel the mystery of why he was in prison for 20 years. So during the imprisonment, he basically was framed for the murder of his wife. And so his daughter was sent away in the American movie. And then he's just trying to get, he's trying to figure it out. Because eventually the, the bad guy just kind of shows up and was like, here I am. Find out what I did. And you'll get diamonds for some reason. I will give you money. And then the pleasure of me shooting myself in the head. Yeah. And then the whole mystery comes comes tumbling down. 
it was it was not done well. Is there are there any other so, Avengers? Sorry, before we continue. Uh, are there any other Avengers? No, so yeah, Nick Fury. And oh, right, Nick Fury. Scarlet <laughs> Witch and Mantis, yeah. And that's kind of the joke because you could tell that Hollywood likes to use the same five people in everything. Oh, yeah. It's okay. like this movie's from 2013 and a good chunk of the cast are in, to be fair, almost everyone in their mamas in the Marvel Universe. Right. They're not in the DC movie already. So, you're, so it's just funny. So Spike yeah. Lee was just like, you guys are hot. Yeah. Therefore. You're going to be the next best thing. Okay. Cool. You get, um, you get Joe being a dick for the first like 20 minutes being dick and being heavily intoxicated for like the first 20 minutes of the movie Mm -hmm. and during his uh march and april quarantine because that's what it reminded me of where for 20 years i hope not (laughs) people people are just in the rooms doing push-up challenges and shit trying to kill time and drinking a lot i don't know about where you guys are but the lineups here to get alcohol were legendary so well with the it's lock- very similar to al- the alcohol. With the lockdown, to, uh, <laughs> it's just, what else is there left to do? Mm-hmm. So it's also interesting, too, that in this movie they made like, sobriety such a big thing. Right. It's a huge sticking point for the film, for multiple characters. Right, because he, he ends up quitting alcohol during the 20 while in, years. Yeah, while in, exactly, while in lockdown. But they were constantly giving him alcohol with every meal, like the same amount that he would drink, the little Mickey of looks like vodka. Yuck. Right. But it, it, it never kind of really dived too deeply into that, I feel like. Because at times the hotel would just kind of fuck with him because at one point he just befriends some rats and then they just straight up cook it for him. That I feel like was the best thing that they did in this movie to kind of show like, oh, this is really despicable and we don't want you to have any joy. While you're right, here. right. And like... I'm, I'm going to have to draw some comparisons with the other movie. We might have to jump back and forth because That's cool. I just I just love the other movie so much and this version is not there. So I think the imprisonment scene is more or less comparable. But I would say that as soon as he was released, like he still had all his social skills more or less. He was a mm-hmm. very determined individual. But in the mm-hmm. Korean version, him being locked up for 15 years, like he got crazy. He was crazy. Like, he, he didn't know how to interact with people again. He was a bit deranged. Like, mm-hmm. he, he, he... In the Korean one, there's an extra scene where the first time we actually meet the main character for Thanos, in that case, is Odesu. But he was... He was just so happy to feel someone's face for the first time, even though they were yes. about to commit suicide. Yeah. So... I, I do think that that's a missed opportunity for the American adaptation, is that they didn't have any of his unhingedness. It, I didn't get that vibe in the movie at all. Well, yeah, before, without getting too deep into it, the Korean one, also in term, in the way that the story is told with Odesu being the narrator, mm-hmm. it already felt much more introspective because right. you're like, okay, this is his thoughts to himself. Right, right. And you're like, yeah, of course, he's in prison for 15 years. He's going to spend a lot of time thinking talking to himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, yeah, in the American one, they try to show him losing it by having a Wilson moment where he just draws with his own blood, oh, a yeah. smiley face like onto a pillow. the pillow. Yeah, versus but, yeah. the versus the uh, the Korean one, he literally tried to kill himself like multiple times. Uh, yeah. I don't remember if he did that. In I think they just I think he got a cut and they just patched him up, and that was it, if I recall. Yeah, he shattered he shatters a mirror. Oh, okay, yeah. 
Okay. Similar, yeah, similar to what he did to Macarena, but like you said, there were more attempts. Right, and of course he like kind of falls in love with the TV because that's the only thing there. Yeah, both of them end up doing that, and the difference is going back to Odessu being like crazy and lacking social skills. If everyone who's talking to him were like, "Why do you talk like that?" It's because he delivers things as he's learned it from TV, so he's very knowledgeable about a bunch of random things, but they're all cited in terms of like facts that you would hear on like an infomercial right so he he's always like yes this is this this is the reason for that why do you why do you talk like that like i didn't really get that from joe joe just no seemed like joe was just a little they were trying to do things more subtly despite it being an american film where nothing is subtle but he he had him looking around being unable to make eye contact with people um but okay just just him and then like his level of agitatedness and his fuse is already shorter this fuse was short to begin with so that wasn't much of a character change right all right all right whatever <laughs> i'm not i'm not super impressed with this movie as you can tell should we talk about the release or is there anything else you want to talk about during imprisonment i think the two things that i want to get into for so before the imprisonment, characters get locked up on the day of their daughter's birthday. Yes, yes. In the Korean one, it's her third birthday. I feel like it's the same in the American one as well. Or in the Korean one, they don't say how old she's turning. In the American one, they say third birthday. Uh, to really differentiate these two characters, Odessu gets drunk and is in the, ends up in a holding cell. I guess he tried. He accidentally picked a fight with somebody while he's drunk, and then one of his friends bails him out. Right. And while he's there, he's showing everyone pictures of his daughter and like the, the toy wings that he got her yeah. and all the little things. And he's super excited to get back home to her. First thing he does is he goes to a paint phone to call and speak to her and be like, I can't wait, hold on. Wait, wait, my friend's here. Talk to my friend. If you contrast that with Joe, Joe's like, nah, I'm not coming to, I'm not going to see her party. She's three. She's not even going to remember that I was there. Fuck you. You're being a bitch. I want to go, I want to go to this business meeting, wine and dine, a potential client, and then flirt with her wife. Oh, yeah. That was, that was so dumb. It's like already there are two different characters because, right. like I said, Odessa was, was a good father. Well, wanted to get back. At least, yeah, yeah. As far as we know, yeah. in that sense, yeah. He had more compassion for his daughter than mm-hmm. uh, Fucker. She's not going to know it. The reason why I brought that up is that while they're in prison, both of their motivations flip, right? So they're in prison, they're going nuts for a while. Each movie handles that its own way. Right. But then what kind of gets them focused? is in the American one, it's seeing that television show with Mia. Right. And how she gets adopted by a foster family, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit drinking and get in shape and get out of here to meet up with her. So he's writing all these letters and things to her. Or Desu, it's the complete opposite, right? His motivation is like, I don't know who did this to me. Sure, I wronged a lot of people, but I'm going to find out and I'm going to destroy you. Right. I'm going to kill you, rip you to bits, there won't even be pieces left, I'm going to eat all the pieces. And, like, he ends up writing books and books of names of people he's wrong. Yes. And the equivalent of that scene in the American version, like, he had a short list of, like, 15 people, maybe? Yeah. And he ends up searching exactly. all on the internet. Exactly. Just, just the gravity of this movie is so, so lacking. Uh, yeah, so those are the things that I want to handle. So, yeah, we mm-hmm. mention. So, as soon as he gets released, both of them have kind of been training because both of them kind of also want to 
get revenge at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's when we're introduced to, I guess, the whole mystery of the situation. But I guess before that, like, they both end up meeting a girl. So for Joe, he ends up meeting Marie, which is Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. who was helping all the homeless people. And I guess mm-hmm. he seemed like one of the homeless people. And for Odessu, he, it was a Mido was a sushi chef. That mm-hmm. that's the first thing that he wanted to go to because of all the TV he watched. And together they end up kind of falling in love throughout the story. And they're also introduced to the villain, the person who actually imprisoned Joe slash Odessu, which in this case is Adrian Price in the American one and. Lee Woo-jin in the mm-hmm. Korean one. But they mm-hmm. don't know how or they don't know why this has happened. And basically the threat is that if he doesn't figure it out, then someone else is going to die. And for Joe, it's going to be the daughter, Mia. And mm-hmm. for Odessu, it was going to be Mido because Mido. at that yeah. point, they have kind of fallen in love with one another. And for Odessu, as far he knows that his daughter is not even in the country anymore. Yes, yes. As far as he knows. As far as he um, knows. The other thing that I want to bring up is the first scene with Joe kind of, he gets released and he sees somebody with an umbrella. He's running them down and that's how he ends up finding Marie. But before that, he runs, he grabs some random woman and he's like, hey, you get that umbrella. And some football bros try to fight him. He has a brutal fight scene with them. So I was like, okay, cool. They kept the violence in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Well, that was to show that their imaginary training during their years of lockdown actually paid off and that now they are kind of like a living weapon. And so I was going to contrast that by saying, Todesu, I like that he has that moment where, again, he's just he ends up stumbling into the situation because he's just running into pure sensory overload. He sees somebody smoking a cigarette and he's like, whoa, and he just takes it out of their mouth and starts smoking it. Yeah. And the guy kicks him over and calls him a dick shit. And he's yeah. like, ooh, new words. They don't teach you swear words on TV. In his head, he says the exact line, like, hmm, I wonder if 15 years of imaginary training will be effective. Yeah. He does, like, this amazing bob and weave and knocks a dude out. And he's like, guess so. Oh, man, his Superman punch was so good. And just, like I said, having him be more introspective because we're hearing his thoughts. Yeah feel more a part of his story and you're like yeah he doesn't he's not there like i'm the determined hero i'm going to solve all the problems right because i'm a hero america he's like i'm going through this but i don't know if this is going to work i just know i'm angry enough and i just know i'm released but i don't know anything about anything so i, I want to get back to that umbrella you mentioned because the significance of that umbrella is because when joe was kidnapped that umbrella was kind of what instigated his capture so it's implied mm-hmm. that it's the same Mantis lady. It was the one with the umbrella that ends up kidnapping him 20 years ago. And that's the umbrella that he sees as soon as he gets out. So that's what kind of leads him to the homeless shelter. But in the Korean one, a similar thing happens. And like all you see is a top-down view of the umbrella and interaction with Odessu. And then all of a sudden, like, Odessu's gone. Yep. And you just see the, the, the wings on the floor. Yes, and you see like the... The purple, it's kind of like a mosaic pattern. And that pattern actually is so prominent in the Korean film. It's like every time there's like a little villain subtlety thing, it's that same exact pattern as the umbrella. But what are you talking about? They, they recreated that in the American version. Ugh. You know the cuts on his arm? Ugh. They happened to be on the umbrella, it but just... they were on the umbrella before he was locked up and did that to himself. I Don't know. Don't ask those questions. Uh. 
So <laughs> minus minus one point for the American one. Ten points. I was like, for okay, Gryffindor. why is there an umbrella with the exact <laughs> way that he cut himself? Ah, uh, uh, I see. It's, it's like more reasons. Like we know what they're trying to do. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, as with most things, it's so heavy-handed. Also, did you enjoy the uh, cute reference? This is uh, kind of before he was in prison once again, but uh, when Joe was getting a toy for his daughter, he was just buying it from a shopkeeper who had the same same five dollars, same wings as yes, yeah, as the Korean one. So I thought that was a nice touch, but you know, that's not enough to save the movie. But nevertheless, yeah. good touch, and then. They go enter this whole mystery of basically trying to solve what he did to wrong this person that he doesn't even remember. Okay. So in, of course, typical American fashion too, the villain is somebody with an accent. Yes, <laughs> that that actually made me laugh out loud. Well, he he can't have an American doing this to another person. Of course, that's, of that's course rude. not. Of course, he can't not. have that happen. Uh, so I guess the first thing that kind of. Um, Leads to leads them on this adventure is Joe's only clue is that he had Chinese food the entire time mm-hmm. with Joe and Odessu. So they end up going to a series of dumpling restaurants to basically find the same dumplings to go and find. Which is yeah, shot for shot from the two thousand three movie, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Joe, he recognizes like the dragon or something. Yeah, because the font of dragon from the packaging for Odessa, he, he pulls out, he's eating the wrapper and he like pulls it out and he sees like blue. That's like his clue. Uh, the word yeah, blue. yeah. I think it was blue dragon, but yeah. I think based on how, I think those are Chinese characters, like, because if you have another word in front of it, then it becomes like the violet dragon. Mm-hmm. So in the end, he's like, oh, it's not the blue dragon. I mean, looking at all these blue dragon dumpling places, it's actually a purple right. dragon. Ah. So, yeah, so basically Storm's the hotel that had him captured. Oh, no, no, but don't forget about the chase scene because you need an American movie chase scene. The chase scene? You mean the bike? Yes, where he, he grabs a hammer and I was like, of course he does because that's how they shoehorn the hammer in there. So he grabs a hammer from a lady who's working, steals a bike from the, another person who's doing delivery and then pedals as fast as he can to to keep up with this delivery truck. I mean... So Desu just, like, sprints. Yeah, he just sprints <laughs> uphill, they, chases and a they car. Jump, they jump cut to him showing up and him being like, <laughs> yeah. my lungs are gonna burst. <laughs> so yes, there was a chase scene for some reason. Sure. Didn't add anything. Yeah, uh, exactly. Didn't add anything. So, and uh, basically proceeds to fuck up the, uh, the people in the hotel because they weren't expecting... Uh, a determined individual to storm the place. Uh, mm. Did you notice Freddie Mercury was the receptionist at the American Hotel? <laughs> I know you said Freddie Mercury because you're referencing that he played Freddie in the movie, but yes, yeah, I, I did book that. I was like, oh, it's Freddie. Oh, he's gone. Short-lived. Short-lived. Uh, so yeah, so Samuel Jackson is the hotel manager, and... Mm-hmm. He tries to torture him to get information about what happened to him. I feel like the torture was not nearly as brutal as in the Korean version. Yes, in the Korean version, he uses the the nail-removing part of the hammer to pull out his teeth. Yes. The American version, he just, he picks out lines that he colored across his neck. 
Yeah, uh, he just thoughts his lines and pours salt all over it. Yeah, right. He cuts them off, then pours salt on it, and yeah. washes it off, and then pours salt on it, and washes it off. Mean. It's all right. And you do get Sam Jackson doing what he does, calling him motherfucker. You motherfucker. These motherfucking boys in these motherfucking hotels. But yeah. And then the infamous uh, hallway fight scene to get out. That was the best action shot in the film, I would say. I thought it was a pretty good cut because they also did the one cut. If I if I try to give this movie credit, that's where it will go. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't do any like big jump, uh, camera angle jumps. It was just you could tell the ca- the person behind the camera was moving around, obstacles trying to keep up with him. And I'm... so yeah, rather than it being in a hallway, this one was kind of like down a staircase, yeah, but like a an industrial ramp. Like, so... but you, you can definitely tell the inspiration for that scene, that fight scene. Mm. So I, I would give them that. Made it a little camp. Always at the when reinforcements pop out of the elevator, jump out. I was like, is this Ninja Turtles? Like the OG Ninja Turtles? They're all like, oh. yeah, let's fight. And this dude with like nunchucks. I was like, who's okay? Who? What? And he's like, hey, hey, let's fight. Yeah. Whereas the hallway scene, the OG old boy is Jeff Kiss because of the sheer exhaustion um, from both parties. Like you can tell it's a fight to the damn finish because both parties are taking breaks and doing like big swings. Like they, everyone starts off in a flurry. And then of course, as you've been fighting and throwing hits and scrapping and blocking and hitting, you get tired. And then so they're both just kind of throwing like Hail Mary shots at each other and blocking and taking a hit and getting stabbed, which they did try to reference him getting stabbed in the back then, except he has a cool dramatic moment where he pulls out the knife. I thought he was going to throw it at somebody. I was like, why not? Make that all happen. <laughs> well, like this, this kind of uh, comes back to what I was saying about how Thanos is not very unhinged from his uh, like lockdown. Like, Odessu is like this weird wild animal who's just like mm-hmm. a force of nature. But Thanos, when he fights, it looks like a professional trained right. person. Right. Just storming right. through the place. It just looks like your standard Hollywood beatdown. Yes. But yes. Odessu, he's so wild that everyone is reacting in a way that's not even a normal fight in a sense. He just has this 100%. energy. So that that is definitely lost there. And I think in the American one, he just kind of like stumbles back. But oh, yeah, he stumbled, he stumbles out and then collapses on the floor. In front of the bar, I think. Is that what happens? No, he gets he gets picked up by people who chuck him into something and then throw him out. Oh, so he just they leaves. throw him out in front of the bar. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he walks out of the place, he pulls out the knife, and then he collapses. And then I think it's Accent Boy and somebody else who are like, Oh, so the villains really take. So the villains yeah. still pick him up just like in the Korean one. Because in the yeah. Korean one, it was just like, Holy shit, that when Wu Jin was the one who put him in a taxi. Mm-hmm. And then. Because, yeah, you think it's just a random pedestrian. Because yeah. they had another movement of just random people right. coming up to him and giving him clues. And guess what Wu Jin was using to stop him from bleeding? It was a handkerchief with the same purple mosaic pattern. Like, this movie is so good. It, it blows my mind how badly the American version fucked it up. They also got to do something, which you don't get to do as often in English. It doesn't happen as often in English. But Odessu, because his name means something, he, he brings that up in the beginning of the movie. He makes a pun, because it, it means something like just getting through each day or taking each day. Right. Step by step. Yeah. And, and he's so like, after that incredible, yes, he's like, why can't I, why can't I make today? it to this day? Yeah. And I was like. 
You and me both, that's buddy. That's, okay, I rate it. That's so good. Because, again, that's him being introspective. That's him being like, look how cruel my life is. My name means to get through this. And you just don't get that. Again, like I said, it's harder to do in English. But you also just don't get that same level of, uh, I'm really trying to come to terms with this whole scenario. And it's messing me up. You get from Odessu. You really don't get that from Joseph. Mm-hmm. So... I guess after that, slowly they find out that it has something to do with back when he was in high school. Because uh, along the way, there's also a high school friend uh, in both stories that kind of helps them piece together a little bit of the backstory of this villain person. So it turns out they all went to high school together and something most likely happened there. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm kind of skipping along. Feel free to intercede with whatever details you deem as relevant. Uh, I was only going to point out the fact that, again, going, so this is why I also think, not interesting or weird, just that American one centered more on sobriety, because in the American old boy, his ally is bartender, the dude who he went to high school with. Right. And of of course, he was an alcoholic back in high school. They showed the scenes to support that. Right. So, of course, his best friend would be a bartender, right? Okay. Um, but I also feel like it's culturally, they change it probably for cultural reasons because the best friend in the Korean one, when he runs back into him, he works at a internet cafe. Exactly, Which, and that's not as big over here. Well, it's also not really a thing anymore. I would say, unless it is, then I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I'm... I haven't been back to Korea, so don't know. No, I just mean like, just in general, like in in North America, I feel like it's not as. I know I remember yeah. going to internet cafes as a kid, but like I feel like it's not like internet so good exactly. now. Exactly, exactly. That's why I feel like it, it was a non-factor. That's why they made it a bar because it, it's not a. It's just a, and because of the timing's different too, right? The movies came out at different times and were set in different time periods. Well, they're they're probably just playing their national sport of StarCraft, so he probably <laughs> just runs a StarCraft cafe. Exactly. So I was like, oh yeah, that's interesting. But again, it, it's, it makes things centered more around his addiction. And even Marie had a life of addiction, which she shared with him. Oh, yes, that's point. true. Yeah. And that's what led her to working in this field. I was going to make the other one more thing that we kind of skipped over before. So for Joe, they didn't have a specific reason why. He just kind of faints, right? He, that's how he ends up. He faints? He faints in the beginning because they said he was exhausted, but right. for Odessu, he knew exactly why he fainted. Yes. But also, we later find out there's a there's a whole other reason why he. The specific reason why he passed out. But yeah, so he, he passes was... out, and that's why he ends up at home with Mido. Right. Because uh, Joe out passes out. out. He ends up at the bar. So <laughs> the scene that I was the scene that they kept in the scene in the Korean one is. This is like, all right, cool. This person just took care of me. He goes like, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, it took me forever. I'm going to go use the bathroom. The lock doesn't work. I'm going to take a knife with me. The dust is like, girl saved me. Girls, I miss girls. <laughs> Wonder if this is how you're supposed to do things because this is how it works on TV. He runs and goes <laughs> to try to show his appreciation very forcefully on her. Yeah. Yeah, and then gets and she's like, out. Yeah, no, 
Not yet. No thanks. But soon. But soon, I'll sing you a song. Oh, but, I'll sing you yeah. the song of <laughs> horniness, which I, I thought was kind of weird, actually. Yeah, especially rewatching it, I was like, "Ooh, it's like, kind of weird." But you know what? We could chalk it up to the fact that they're both hypnotized to like each other. So yes. So since you, you know, brought up hypnotism, that is another thing that is a difference between the American version. There is no hypnotist. That's why the American version also kind of falls apart into why they like each other so hard. Right. So quickly. Uh, and like technically, they have no reason meeting up at all. None. Because not all all Mantis did was I'm gonna give this homeless guy an umbrella, and then mm-hmm. they're gonna meet up, maybe. Or you, not. you get ha- you get like half a second where um the doctor friend mm-hmm. is like, hey, um, take care. I I can't tell you what to do, but like, be good to her. Don't break her heart. So. Here's a conversation between the two of them. He's a, the doctor guy's like, yeah, you know, you can't save everyone. And I know you like your your broken heroes. Your, I know you like to fix broken men, basically. So she has a weakness for it. I'm like, that's not strong enough Nope. <laughs> for how fast not. things happen. Whereas, like I said, in the OG old boy, because there's hypnosis that happens, mm. and they also found out that he gets, that both of them have been drugged numerous times makes sense why it's like oh no they they this was ordained this is well out of their control for them to end up like this. right for them to like end up like each other yeah whereas in the american one you have that moment where he's like he's kind of hanging around now she she after she takes care of his stitches yeah he's like he's like i think you should go and she's like but i want to ride your face what do you mean and he's like no no you gotta go <laughs> <laughs> she's like what are you kicking me out for real <sighs> can't believe it I was like, why are you mad? You don't even know him. Despite the fact that I love Old Boy 2003, if I had to make a criticism of that movie, uh, I would say that their ladies were kind of written very weirdly, especially mm-hmm. with that scene. And mm-hmm. the other, the only other minor criticism I have that was also not adapted in the American movie uh, was the ant scene. I know what they were trying to do was just to portray how if you're lonely and your your sanity is breaking somehow that equates to ants and that is a very anime move i feel which does not adapt very well in the american version so i can understand why they they cut it out yeah which is which is fine because i think it's one of the weaker points of the old boy original movie but that's a minor Mm. point yeah, that's probably a carryover from the Japanese the, the fact that source it's, material. The fact right? that it's, yeah. 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 But that, you're right, that does seem very like, culturally specific. Yeah. So as the story progressed, that's when we have Samuel L. Jackson basically retaliating mm-hmm. because they found out where Marie lives and basically tries to rape her. Mm-hmm. And, but it's called off at the last second by Adrian. With his accent, yes. With his accents. And because of this scary encounter, Joe and Marie can finally fall in love as they're supposed to and have sex. Because that's what we wanted Thanos and Scarlet Witch to get it on. Ultimate I, ultimate Marvel fan fiction. He's like, I'm going to go take a bath. You're like, all right, cool. She comes out and dress her towel. She's like, you should take off your bandage. I'll take don't off need to more put on actual clothes for this. But yeah. <laughs> While I'm in my towel, I'm just going to look at your bandage, kind of poke it a bit, and then he's just going to pull her down. 
Well, you think it was awkward? You think it was awkward for them to film scenes after the event, like for Avengers after this? Like he went up to her, like, "Hey, Scarlet Witch, nice corset. Remember where I saw them titties?" Well, well, remember when Thanos was like, or Scarlet Witch was like, "I hate you," and Thanos was like, "I haven't even met you because I'm the one from the past." Right. He's like, "Oh, you don't remember that time we slept together?" He's like, "Oh." <laughs> And he's like, "Oh, now that you mention it, you coming back to me was oh, I, I better inevitable. snap, I better snap my fingers." <laughs> um, yeah. So, but in the Korean version, like she just sings the song of horniness, and they just they fuck. Uh, no, it's not even that. In the Korean one, there's the similar similar scene, right, of being like, "Oh, oh, didn't you leave her?" Well, um, up so what happened open? was that Odessu thought that she was betraying. She was. In cahoots with the with Wujin because she was e chatting with someone who knew too much basically, mm-hmm. and while she kind of he kind of tied her up thinking that she was not part of it, but at some point they IP tracked the person who was chatting with her. Turns out they're from mm-hmm. next door across the street. Across yeah. the street, he goes and confronts them, and Wujin basically revealing himself and saying, "If you don't find out what I did, then I'm gonna kill Mido." Also, you can't torture me. By pulling out all my teeth because I have a magic device that blows up my heart, basically. Yeah, the pacemaker. And oh yeah, I installed something that if I push this button, I saw my own pacemaker. But he's also just so much more charismatic. Oh yeah. Like oh, it's just so good. He's so good. He's such a yeah, good. Actor. Like it, it's we we brought this up before. You thought that we watched Watchmen a couple of times, but yeah, it's very like almost Adrian Veidt, where it's like, no, I planned for every right. thing. And yeah. yeah. Because I'm so well prepared, I can talk shit. <laughs> and he and he's theatrical about it. But like when yes. Adrian is trying to be theatrical about it in the other old boy, it's just like, oh, you're just you're just annoying. Yes, and he, he just has weird mannerisms. But that's another thing that just bothered me. And then while that was happening, turns out that's when the the Korean version of Samuel L. Jackson is now kidnapped Mido to mm. also rape her, and mm. that's when. They were gonna get revenge on Odessu, but once again, Wujin was the one who calls him calls them off. Uh, off some money, yep. And that's when Mido sings the song of horniness, and then they fuck. And then, what's interesting is that after they fuck, he had one of the creepiest scenes in the Korean version, where Wujin yep. just knocks them out with the sleeping gas, and then just lies in the same bed after they had sex with a gas mask and he's just loving every moment of it because yeah, clearly just, just slowly caressing yeah. Ido's body but just like her her outer hip just like gently rubbing her with one finger because i like that uh, his bodyguards in the room just shaking his head like oh. <laughs> he's like okay sure but that scene obviously didn't happen because after that scene in the korean one we then see a gift box right and guess what pattern this box is uh, purple mosaic so it has the hotel manager's hand inside cut off mm-hmm. but the equivalent scene of this in the american version is that basically adrian eventually kills the best friend and cuts off his tongue and it gives them yeah. to it in the box which has less of an impact yeah so in both movies like like you mentioned there's the attempted rape there's the rescue mm-hmm. and then they both flee Right? They both flee the current area because they can't stay there anymore. 
Yeah. They both go book into hotels on the way in the Korean one on the way to driving to the hotels while the girl while Mido's crying, she's singing the song of Hormuz, yeah. getting him ready. And while there, Marie and Joe are driving, she's just randomly reaching out and caressing his face spontaneously. Yeah. And then they're looking up old school and they're looking up the teacher because they have they're getting clues a little bit earlier than in the Korean one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, then there's they both have the moment where they smash in the Korean one, Woo Jin's like, Oh yeah, I can still smell it. <laughs> Whereas in the American one, because I guess there's more technology, so he just he has cameras installed at the hotel that he knew they would stay at somehow. Yeah, that that I had no idea. That didn't make sense. It didn't, because in the Korean one, they had, he has a tracker on the desk because he yeah. provided his clothes, so of yeah. course that makes sense. So yeah, in it makes the sense. The American one, I don't know how he just picked out what random motel he was in. Yeah, he Here, installed cameras fo- in every motel. Here's video footage of it everywhere. <laughs> Cameras installed everywhere. Every motel in the five kilometer radius. But... And then in both movies, the motivation for villain is to kill the friend of the main of the protagonist because the friend shit talks the villain's sister. Yes, the Korean one was pretty epic though because he straight up breaks a CD and stabs a guy to death. Yeah, because they're in the internet cafe. Yes, <laughs> but that's, that's that's crazy sharp CD. That's insane. Right. You think it was a CD rewritable? <laughs> Things valuable. Yeah, and where, like you said, in the American one, he just shows that he's eavesdropping on the conversation via I think he having the phone. Taps the phone. Yeah, so the phone call instead of going to Joe goes to that phone that Adrian has. Adrian hears the voicemails, deletes them, and then drives straight to the bar and chokes him out. And then cuts off his tongue and sends it to him. So, having said that, friend is dead, and then we get into a flashback. And for the Korean movie, this is also one of my favorite scenes, just because of how well it was shot. The way that that Odessu sees things, and it transitions back into their childhood, and then as he's remembering, there's just like, constantly you have the younger version of him, like, running into a scene, then going back to him, trying to remember, and then like, the way it flips back and forth, it was it was very reminiscent of um, Haunting of Hill House because they did that a lot in, uh, yeah, in that one episode. Yeah, Hill House was very good with the transition from the young, yeah, so, the childhood memories to the adulthood. Yeah. So, like that was one of the most memorable scenes I have of Old Boy when I think of that movie, other than the huge twist. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and guess what? The American version butchered this <laughs> they tried and just like how joe was extremely drunk in the beginning of the movie they drunkenly stumble through that whole scene oh so <laughs> like it's them breaking into the school and finds his old liquor spot and while he's there they find they're going through the yearbook and they're just they're finding out the girl and uh, uh, so like they try to do the same thing with the transition except they're just in the flashback like yeah. just seeing it happen there's no finesse yeah. whatsoever there's no like gradual reveal there's no like build up it's just oh, just them there so in both cases the main character turns out what happened is that they both stumble in on the sister but this is where it differs a little because in the korean version the sister was actually mid coitus with Mujin. in the korean version in the korean version Oh, not mid-coitus, I guess. Just, yeah. Just foreplay. 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 Yes. And because of that, 
he ends up telling his friend just before he was going to change schools, which eventually leads to her death because rumors got around. Mm-hmm. And then in the American version, it turns out the sister was sleeping with her dad. That part was wild. I was like, oh, okay, so she's sleeping with the teacher. I was like, right. oh, so they got rid of the incest part completely. <laughs> but then it turns out the, the girl was sleeping with her dad. And not only was the girl sleeping with her dad, later we find out that the son was also sleeping with her dad. Yeah, the dad was smashing the whole family. Yeah. Like, because we get a flashback of when the dad... So, yes, what's what's the sister's name? Lee, Amanda. Leah? Amanda. Oh, no, in, in the Korean one. Lee oh, Tzu? Uh, Sua. Of course, Sua was smashing the bro. And clearly this wasn't the first time they were doing it. Right. Um, and then eventually, you know, she goes down a rabbit hole because of the rumors, and she's like, nope, got it. It's more, gotta kill myself. Well, she, what we find out is that because of the rumors, she got a hysterical pregnancy. So, yeah. based on the guilt of, like, caring both her son and her nephew, she's like, ah, mm. I gotta go. Yeah. She's like, can't live with this, quite literally, gotta go. Whereas, in the American one, it's the, the dad took takes him out of school instantly after the rumors start to spread. Uh, returns them to their home country of, what was it, Luxembourg? And that's why they all have accents. They went back to the UK. Yes, but I don't remember where. And, and basically when he realizes that, you know, eventually this is going to catch up with him, he decides to kill his whole family. So the, the son alluded to it, but the scene that really solidified that he, the dad was sleeping with everybody, is that in each room that he walks into, he walks into the daughter's room first, and she says, Daddy! And she starts unbuttoning her shirt. Yeah, everyone was ready he to shoots smash. Her, except the mother, which is odd. So yeah, the mom comes on the stairs, like, the hell's going on? Shoots her in the gut. And then he goes into the son's room, and the son's like, Dad! And he starts undoing his pants, he starts undoing his belt buckle, and yeah. then he shoots the son in the shoulder. The son survives. And, and now he... blows off his head. And now he hates... Joe, because basically he was the one who instigated all this, and likewise, yes. Ujin was is now hates Odessu because basically that's the reason his sister is dead. And so they figured it out. They went to confront, and because they basically solved the riddle. What What was interesting because there's no hypnotist in the, the Korean, American one. In the American one, in in the Korean one, they basically said, "Oh, you had a hypnotist." interact with me in the beginning because you made me forget so that you can play this game with me. And then Wujin was like, no, you forgot because you didn't give a shit. Yeah. And like, that, so poignant. that hurt so much more than whatever the American version did. It, it always reminds, it's like the, uh, the less campy version of the original Street Fighter movie where <laughs> Chun-Li runs up to, to Bison and it's like, you killed my father. He's like, well, for you, it was the day that your father died. For me, it was just Tuesday. <laughs> it's it's like when William Zappelli asked Dio, how many humans have you eaten? Do you count your breads? Yeah. <laughs> exact same energy, right? It's just like, oh, this was meaningless to you, but look how the, what you did spiraled out and destroyed. Ruined somebody's, caused somebody to kill themselves and destroyed my life. So, Whereas in the American one, the yeah. guy's mad because he's like, you ruined what we had together. Right. Not, not that you caused everyone, not that you caused my dad to go on a killing spree, but you ruined what we had together. <laughs> yeah, I, I love my dad. Everyone loved my dad. So, like, in the Korean version, it was also revealed in, like, what during the last confrontation that Odessu knew that 
Woojin was there the day when her sister died, mm-hmm. um, based on one of the photos on the wall. But exactly. there, there was He's none like, of that. This is the day she died. This yeah. is the spot that she died at. Who took this picture? Yeah, so like, so he was what? like, you you are just as responsible because you were there, and like there was none of that in the American version because literally it was like, this is your life story, and he's like, ah, oh, you got me. Yeah, that's it, nothing else. But in the end, they all changed the topic to reveal the true reason why they were locked in the first place. So that's when the big reveal happens, which is turns out. Their love interest is their daughter, and they basically planned incest onto the person they hated most because they ruined their incestuous relationship. Okay, I'm gonna talk about the Korean version first because, once again, Wu Jin he kept talking about how charismatic he was, so he was just like, "Oh yeah, 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 oh yeah." Let me let me show you in the most fantastical way possible. He gets a laser pointer and then just starts waving at every shit in the room. And then guess what? There's a box. What pattern's on the box? What's in the box? What pattern's on the, the box? box. <laughs> it's, it's purple mosaic. And it's a it's a photo album. Photo album. Mm-hmm. And, and the first couple photos are Odesu being a family man. Right. And of his wife and his daughter as a baby. And as we go, flip the pages, we slowly see the daughter grow up into... Into a face that we recognize. Into Mido. And, yep. And the most recent pictures are all of them... All of them are like, yeah, all of them together. Well, I say all of them, Odessa and Mido on the street hanging out in their most recent adventures. And you're like, <sighs> and, and the final, final photo was of Mido and a mirror of which reflects back onto Odessa because clearly they smashed at this point. And it's just, it was, the reveal was so good. It's, it's also pointing to how the sister caught them, right? Which with the mirror, because while Oh, I never, Remember? I never, never yeah. made that connection before because uh, yep. the sister had the mirror because she wanted to see her own boobs being sucked by her brother. Yes. <laughs> and that's how she eventually, I guess... She tilted the mirror just enough to catch somebody peeping through the glass. She's like, oh no, someone else saw my boobs. <laughs> but I, I don't really remember what happened in the American version, but I remembered... It was... I can tell you in a second, but before we get to that, oh, okay. can we just say, since we were talking about John Wick, can we just say Odessa was like, I wrote the book on killing. I'm going to kill the man with a pencil. I'm going to break a plastic toothbrush oh, and kill yes. two people. That was that was, that was was great. I was like, what? And going back to what we were saying before about going back to how Odessa is a monster and how Jin called him as a monster and said, yes, you're the monster that I created. And just like how we were talking about before about how he has this ferociousness when he fights, but it isn't a fully choreographed and well-trained because he isn't. He's all very self-taught and just angry. So the fact, yeah, him breaking that, snapping that pencil, pencil, that toothbrush, stabbing up two people so fast, and then before he's about to run up and the bodyguard's like, yo, chill, 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 chill. Yeah. He's just here to talk. That, that was, that was and while they're talking, <laughs> the bodyguards are like pulling the bodies away. But... Yeah, so again, the reason why Wu Jin stands so strong as a villain, because again, going back to him being very charismatic, he's also a pretty boy, so you also want to punch him so bad, but you don't get the satisfaction of, because he wins, right? He ultimately wins. Yeah, he does. Well, but also, back to his pretty boyness, did you catch his nice tramp stamp? Yes, I did. <laughs> it was just a cross right above his butt, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> 
But yeah, the the pain in that ending. Oh, it was. Oh, and like just as it's revealed to the audience and Odessi, there's a jump cut to Mido with the same wings, somehow that he had bought for her yeah. in the beginning of the movie. Yep. And that's the two boxes in her room. One was that, and so she was playing around with it as a gift because mm-hmm. for her protection, she was put into the hotel. Right, which was right? something that did not happen in the American one because in the American one, they just captured Marie at some point, I guess. I I assume. I don't, I don't remember. Just I just want to scrub it out of my memory. <laughs> Yeah, no, in the American one, he's like, no, you go yourself, don't follow me, stay here, don't follow me. Right, and then, oh, no, because they said, we're going to kill your daughter. Yes. Yes, that's what it was, okay. And then that's when they revealed that the daughter that he thought was his daughter was actually just a paid actress. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess, did he also reveal it in a book? Like, how did... Oh, he I, didn't. He, it was really uh, short. Played, there was uh, no, there was no, like... He paid, like, a, a picture slideshow kind of thing. So it was photos of like home videos of Miss Olsen from her real life, like getting older and older. And oh, then, oh, that's cool. And then, yeah, and then as as he was, then he's there talking over like, yeah, it took us so long to get her into the care of the right family, and then to have you know this parent die, and then to have this, and then that would push her right into the edge, so that she'd have her own darkness, but then create a person who would want to take care of a sorry sap. Then guess what? We made you the sorriest sap there was, and we put you right in her crosshairs. I'm like, like mm, without it, without it's not it, strong enough. <laughs> without hypnotist, this is this is really when the logic of the story just goes like to complete hell. Yeah, I'm like, that's not strong enough. And and the pain that okay, so when Odessu finds out, he like is livid, right? He yeah. he's like breaking down. He like picks a fight with the bodyguard. Despite the fact that the bodyguard yeah, is clearly whipping his yeah. ass, like eventually he does end up like stabbing him in the ear, whatever. But like for Thanos, it li- he literally did that thing in Star Wars when Anakin finds out Padme is dead. Oh yeah, the worst. Like no, and then he just kind of no. screams there, and then yeah, then falls on his knees, He's and like, no. and Adrian is just like, yes, I did it. And then he shoots himself in the head. It was like, very, I think this whole scene took two minutes. It was very it did, quick. Yeah, it was very rushed through. But in the in the Korean one, it was like, you feel the anguish, you feel the raw emotions. And especially because he threatened to also tell Mido this as well. Because yeah, he, yeah, he had her over the cell phone. He's like, you're an idiot. You thought that just because I cut off his hand, I still don't own, I still don't own him. Just because you went in there and you, you beat up all of his old employees. It's mm. like, I bought him a completely new hotel, bought him back. He's not safe over there. And, like, basically has the same exact box uh, yep. to show to Mido. And that's when Odessa truly realized that he had lost. Because yep. if she also finds out, she will also be fucked up like this. And that's why he ends up, like, he does a whole lot of shit, but eventually he's like, okay, fine. He, I'll cut off my tongue. And. Mm. In this case, the cutting off of the tongue is actually significant because Wu Jin had said multiple times, it wasn't my dick that got my sister pregnant, it was your tongue because he spread all these rumors. So that was actually... So for, yeah, right? And plus the first thing that, that Wu Jin says is like, before he's revealed that's who he is, he's just like, you talk too much. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, like, what was my crime? Oh, you talk too much. And he's like, 
the fuck? What does that mean? So just, he's like, right, I'll never talk again. I will cut off my tongue. And, and, to and further, so Wuchen's like, all right, fine. All right, fine. I'll, 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 don't, don't open the box. And just to fuck with Odessu more, he's like, take my magic switch of exploding heart. heart diabolical. Latina was diabolical. And then Odessu uses it and turns out it wasn't his heart explosion device. It was actually the tape recorder. It turned on the tape recorder of them having sex in the background. And Wujin just, just lets him break down and just straight up is like, oh, my sister and I loved each other despite everything. Can you too? And then just fucking leaves. Yep, he's like, I hope you two can do the same. And swaps oh. off. Yo, diabolical. Oh, guy. So That's good. The whole scene. So Odessa's like, all right, fine. I did all of this, but you accidentally dropped it. Because he made it seem like he dropped it by accident. So he's like, oh, you accidentally dropped it? Yeah. Sick. All right, I'm going to be my time. chance. I'm going to kill time. you. Uh, you made me cut off my tongue. You threatened to kill her. You, you, you did this to me. You set me up. I'm going to get you. And all it did was just reinforce how hard he lost. But, Oof, but even after this, like, because Adrian just straight up shot himself in the head. And that was it. Thanos is just yelling in in the shadow but yeah because adrian adrian just goes so yeah at some point he calls murray and puts her on speaker and then he's like don't tell her please please don't tell her but i'll be because he's because by this point joe is just kind of blabbering mm-hmm. it sounds like he's being tortured so she's like oh don't hurt him don't hurt him right and they're both just they're both just like ah no ah and then he hangs up the phone for some reason so there's zero threat there of her ever finding out right then he was just looking at him like, oh, this is a face. I wanted to know what it looked like. Now you feel my pain. And then he kind of embraces him. It's like, okay, that's cute. It's like, okay, all right. And then he lets him go and shoots himself. Whereas in the Korean one, there is an embrace moment. No. There is, but you think but you think it's an embrace and realize really he was gonna go for a double suicide and he's like, nah. Oh yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, that's 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 the scene. Yeah. yeah, it's like a fake out. He's like, oh, no. He's like, then no. he takes the elevator, and that, then that's when he shoots himself. Okay, but the elevator scene when he shoots himself is like already so poetic because the way they shot it, and it's back to that transition flip between the flashbacks yeah. where he's basically reliving that day that he let his sister go uh, mm-hmm. on the bridge that she committed suicide on. Mm-hmm. And he's reliving those events as a child lets go of her he also cocks the gun and shoots himself in the head like that scene mm-hmm. was so well shot and yeah because he's, was... he's just like what am i even when odessu's freaking out on the gun he's like well i'm the house done what do i have to look you've been so much fun i was never lonely with you around he makes it sound like again he's so charming and everything he makes it sound like oh okay you almost feel bad for him and he's like no but legit what do i have to live for and yeah like you said it shot super well <sighs> Blasts himself in the elevator, and Adrian just shoots himself in the head. For laws. So, like, I I remember telling you after that I was writhing in pain on the floor because it was so bad, and I'm not kidding. My wife saw me do it. <laughs> I was because because I I remembered the Korean one so well that yeah. I knew what should be there and just seeing it was so painful but then yeah then you have so at this point we'll talk about the ending of the american one before we sure yeah cleanse ourselves with 
the goodness of the Korean one. So now, so, yeah. By this point, he he picks himself up off the floor. You know, he's walking out and packs up all his clothes. He packs up everything. He writes another letter. He sends it off to Marie. And he's like, we can never see each other. Go find the man who loves you and could be kind to you. Go fall for somebody like me. Blah blah blah. Go live your happy life. Go live your best life. She's like, okay. And he's like, I'm going to take the diamonds. That I'm going to take won. half the diamonds. That I won from this and give it to, challenge. Yeah, exactly. And give it to Marie. And I'm going to take the other half and use it as payment to Sam Jackson. And be like, yo, Nick Fury, pull me in all the scrolls. So he willingly goes back into, <laughs> the hotel. into lockdown. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. That's it for him. And that's the, And that's the end of the movie. There's just a close-up of him smiling. Like, mm, I did it. But in the Korean one, what? we're done with that now, what? right? We're not, we're not going <laughs> to... So dumb. Yeah, but in the Korean one... So this, this. this kind of comes back with the, the, the lack of hypnotists in the um, American one. Because after all this, he ends up seeking the hypnotist again. And he asks the hypnotist to erase his memories. And she responds by saying, you know what? Hypnotism isn't always 100% science. Sometimes it works, sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't. And we then see a very trippy scene of the hypnotism where Odessu is physically split between a version of him that is the monster that knows the truth and a version of him that doesn't know the truth. And Mm -hmm. what she says is that the version of you that knows the truth that is the monster is going to walk away and every step he takes, he's going to age another year and then eventually he's going to die. So the other half of you is cleansed. And as soon as he wakes up, the hypnotist is gone. Mm-hmm. And he just sees Mido. And because he had already lost his tongue, he, he can't say anything. And Mido's just like, oh, I love you. And that's how it ends. Yes. But it's kind so, yeah, of like... Mido's, Mido's looking around for him. And yeah. the, scene, the scene is back. The hypnotist scene where he's looking at it, he kind of splits into two, is back at the area where back at Wu Jin's penthouse, right? And right. it's like, yeah, every step that you take, you're going to age by 10 years until you get old and die. And then you see he was originally sitting in the snow in like the middle of nowhere right. with, uh, with John Snow, where, where he went to hang out with the wildlings. And you see that steps were taken in the snow. Yes. So... It's like only one set of steps, and he's collapsed completely like away from where he was originally sitting. So, so, like, now, huh, so now you're happened? like, is he, is he the one that remembers or is he the one that doesn't remember? Yes. But, but... So then it seems like Mito was looking around trying to find him because she's dressed for the weather. She runs up. Dirk said she throws her arms around him, hugs him and says, I love you. And then the camera just zooms in on his face. And he's there like smiling like, oh, that's nice. And then he starts crying because you're like, oh, shit, this is the one that remembers. Yep. And That's... can't talk or ever say anything about it. And then you get the credits, and then you break down as a human being. Well, the, the reason he smiles is because it's a callback to the painting Closer. in his yeah. hotel, where it said, uh, laugh and you, the whole world laughs with you, cry and you cry alone. Mm-hmm. And that was his like mantra that kind of got him through day by day. And now, this is what he has to live with. The pain? Oof. So, yeah, it's a beautiful painful movie and i love it i love exposing others to it and watching watching their faces react to this and the, and the american version fucked it up 
Thanks, Spike Lee. That was the thing. I remember when it, I first saw it on Twitter, like Spike Lee working on an American version of Old Boy, and everybody's like, no, stop it. Well, I think, like, internationally, this movie is regarded as a masterpiece. So, not many people want this to be touched poorly. And guess what? It was touched poorly. So, yeah. But having said all this, do you want to hear something that will hurt you even more than the American movie adaptation? Here it comes. What are you going to say? Well, the source material was the Japanese manga, like I told you, right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's not a one-to-one adaptation, even the Korean movie. It's actually Mm -hmm. a longer story. In fact, the main character in that one was only trapped for 10 years. So every adaptation, they add another five years for some reason. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, he actually is out for a longer time. Like he does a lot more investigative work. There's a lot more like um, uh, he meets a lot more different allies along the way. So at one point, apparently, one of the high school teachers actually becomes an ally and helps tries to help them with the mystery. Mm-hmm. But the big twist in this movie is that it's the daughter that he is sleeping with. In the original manga, it was just a actress that was hypnotized there was no incest whatsoever so you're like okay this fundamental reasoning of why he was captured is gone oh it wasn't there in the first place right because the whole point of the movies was that because you ruined what i had despite the fact that i was wrong i'm gonna do the same shit to you can you live with that so because there is no incest you're you're now asking me what was the motivation of the bad guy in the, the manga Exactly. I was about to tell me, so what's the whole point? So, like in the movies, they were high school friends. But one time, the villain of the story once sang a song, and the equivalent of Odessu cried because the song was so sad and beautiful. And because the villain was like, oh shit, he cried when I was singing. He was the only one who understood my sadness and loneliness. I'm going to fuck with his life for the next 10 years. What? Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This was literally my reaction reading it on Wikipedia. Just going like, no, (laughs) how could this be worse? And then what? Yeah. And then I think like there was a whole mystery game of trying to like figure it out or else like some bad shit's going to happen. But Turns out that was the reason, and then I think he ends up killing himself. There's a lot more ridiculous hypnotism stuff going on in the manga, but o- overall, it was just like a weird ride, and this is probably one of the most anime explanations of why someone hates another person. That is almost as bad as probably being like, I hate Goku because he cried a lot as a toddler. <laughs> no, it's okay, they on that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That Broly doesn't exist anymore, we don't talk about that. <laughs> And apparently, even in the manga, like, because I think they didn't really focus on the fact that he was in prison for 10 years. It Mm. just had, like, maybe a chapter or two focusing on him being captured. So he was always a very, like, motivated individual trying to get revenge and justice when he gets out. So in that sense, you can argue that the 2013 version is slightly more faithful to the original adaptation. But... If you think about it, like, if you're in prison for that long, like, it really makes sense that you would end up like Odessu. Yes. It's not just in prison. It's, like, solitary confinement. Right. He's, 
the most interaction he had with is with the television because we see when he first wakes up, he's starting to talk to the person who's feeding him. <laughs> uh, but you could just barely see him as he kicks his head back in because the gap is wide enough to shove food under him, not much else. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, yeah, if you only interact with the television and just your own thoughts, good luck. I mean, we're we're in lockdown and already every day I feel like I'm losing my social skills. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I feel for you, Odessa. But, man, this movie fucked me up. And then the 2013 movie fucked me up in a different way. That is not the way I had expected to be fucked up. And then the manga just hurt me more. <laughs> hurt me more, Snake. So yes, any final thoughts about all the various old boys? About the different boy them of old age? Uh, the last kind of thing is that we know that the reason that it's called old boy is because that was part of this high school in the Korean one, right? The Evergreen old oh, boy yeah. yes, Catholic right. school. I don't know if that was also the case in the manga. I feel like it... Yeah, I don't know about the manga, but in the American one, it, the school was called Evergreen, but I swear it was old boy. I don't yeah, know I, don't, I, I don't think they about. mentioned the old boys at all. So you're just like, I guess... Is it just because Thanos is old? Well, I... I guess when I didn't know too much about the movie, I just assumed that it's like, oh, I guess he was imprisoned, therefore he was a boy at first, but now he's old. But that, that's not good enough. Nope. And that's really all they have for Thanos. Now we need somebody to snap and make us forget that. The, the movie or or the 2013 version where you learn too much? The, the 2013 version. Oh, yes. Yeah, just, just wipe it out of existence. Um... Last bit of trivia I have for you. Turns out there is a third unofficial adaptation from India. It is unofficial because they didn't ask for the rights of anything and they just did an adaptation. I think the story follows very similar beats to the Korean one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's it. That's that's all I got. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, oh. Nope. Yep, that's it. I love I love the two thousand and three version. I love I love the shooting. Uh, I love the transitions. I always know it's gonna be a movie I really like when I end up with the entire soundtrack because the movie. Do you have the whole soundtrack? Uh, most of it. Like you know when Wu Jin just killed um, the friend with the CD mm-hmm. and then proceeds mm-hmm. to do naked yoga mm-hmm. while like, crying. Yes. While crying, but that song is so memorable to me that I ended up getting the entire soundtrack also the song at the very end of the movie those two are like the two songs that like i know when they're playing because obviously they repeat the song they repeat their themes quite often so wujin's theme is kind of like the same orchestra music and it's Mm -hmm. probably the most vivid in my mind especially in the naked yoga scene and then the other song that's kind of i guess it's odesu and mido's theme it's it's the one that's played at in the credits Mm. and like that song is also repeated pretty often in the movie oh in fact uh Wu Jin's theme is the ringtone yes it's it's that prevalent in the movie so really good movie love the soundtrack there's nothing going for in the American one there's no I had no soundtracks I had no good transitions I had poorly executed version of everything that should be great so there you go end rant you were telling me that 
this is loosely in a trilogy, right? So the director, Park Chan-wook. Okay, so he has a series of movies that he calls the Vengeance Trilogy. They're not related to one another, but I think I've only seen the third one in the series. This one is supposed to be the second one. So there's Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, Old Boy, Lady Vengeance. And I've only seen Lady Vengeance. And I must admit, Old Boy was miles, miles better than Lady Vengeance. But they did reuse some of the cast. So basically, don't expect Lady Vengeance to be nearly as good. But it is also about revenge. However, Park Chan-wook also directed the movie called Handmaiden in 2016. Also mm-hmm. a really good movie. It's like just based on this movie, you know that it's, it has like a twisty ending, right? So that movie has, has that energy. Not as much like violence, but has that energy for sure. Hmm. I don't know if I'm ready for my soul to be rocked again. It, it's 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 more lighthearted, so it won't it won't murder you in the same way. But it is twisty. It's a uh, yeah. It is more lighthearted of a story because it's a little bit back in the time, and it's about how this family is trying to scam like some rich Korean lady, uh, trying to take their all their inheritance, and the main character is. The handmaiden for this person so she is acting as the handmaiden and the whole goal is to try to steal their fortune and then mm, as so a little bit of parasite energy yeah it's kind of like that but it's it's not like that at all because mm. yeah i give it a watch maybe we'll talk about it one day it Sounds is good. there is nudity just for for those who hate skin it's not for you in fact old boy is not for you if you hate skin because their skin surprise skin of all type but yes this is still one of my favorite movies i really wish there are more people who watch it without knowing anything and then coming back to me being very upset at the fact that i recommend it to them yeah they're like you like this what's wrong with you oh i i i enjoy the pain that it caused me and i enjoyed the pain it causes on others it's it's a gift that must be shared Maybe you, listener, after doing a blind watch and listening to this episode, you too could learn to love the pain. But hopefully us talking about it has uh, helped you recover from it after you have seen it. Because it was great. Didn't it hurt? It should have. (laughs) (laughs) Having said that, I think we'll wrap it up for today. Uh, I'm Dirk, and this is my co-host D. And going back into lockdown. Back to lockdown. Trying a human-shaped thing to punch in the wall. But yes, goodbye. We out.